Good morning, everyone. Joining me today is Charlotte Truitt, the Executive Director of the Juno Symphony. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. How's it feel to have full ensembles back at the symphony? Oh, it's terrific. You know, we're back with our full orchestral lineup of uh, performances, and uh, it's great to be returning to bring the full orchestra to the community. And so... This weekend, there's an event uh, for youth musicians. Mm -hmm. Tell us about it. Yeah. Well, this weekend, we are celebrating the work of our young musicians who are participating in what we are calling our Prelude Orchestra. It's under the direction of Franz Felkel, our concertmaster and our education director. And um, this is a group of musicians ages, you know, they're, they're elementary age primarily. And this concert will be happening Sunday afternoon at Chapel by the Lake at 3 o'clock. It's by donation only and it's a wonderful chance to support the young people of the community and um, just see the, the good work they've been doing. We're also really excited to have Aurora Strings joining in this concert and that is the group that is uh, going to Carnegie Hall in New York at the beginning of June. And so this will be their last local performance before their big trip. And I know the community's really been supporting them in a lot of different uh, concerts and things. But this is their, they get one more chance to perform here in town. So with Mr. Shaw and his group that are going, we are really supportive of, of that group. We've been a sponsor of that group, and they're going to join in on this concert. So um, one more chance to hear Aurora Strings. What's, what's taking them to Carnegie? They're going for a summer festival, and um, they were selected um, as one of the groups to perform in a, at a festival there. Hmm. So... For this Sunday, what can folks expect to hear? Well, you know, it'll be some, uh, you know, beginning violin music, you know, strings. And um, I think, um, you know, it's uh, you'll see a progression of skill set, you know, as they go from the prelude orchestra with the, the young students. They're as, as young as second and third grade. And um, then the Aurora strings are, they're very well-seasoned uh, performers and uh, musicians. And so... Um, They'll, they'll give a nice sampling of the pieces that they'll be doing in New York. And I don't have that list with me now, but um, if people wanted more specifics on that, they could check out the website there for Aurora Strings. And also, I believe they're on Facebook as well. Okay. And these are student groups, the, 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 the Prelude on, Ensemble and Aurora Strings. Right. Both student groups. Okay. And, and so what's the difference between the two? It sounds like the Ensemble is a little younger. Well, the, the Prelude Orchestra is the younger group with the Juno Symphony, and those are led by Franz Felkel. And then the older group is um, Guho Shah's group with Aurora Strings with the Juno Ensembles. And they are more high school age group, and so they're more advanced. Okay. And what's required to be part of the Prelude Orchestra? Well, it's just um, there's really no prerequisites, um, I think, um, you know, it's beginner level for those young musicians. Many of those students are involved in either uh, private lessons or they are musicians within the jam program. And so they have some sets of skills already. Um, I think we do like to see the kids that have had some very beginning instruction. Um, but we, we start them, you know, at that third 
grade level. And um, and if they don't have that instruction, you, you still accommodate. Right, right. Mm. And uh, Franz would work with the individual and the family and kind of help direct them if they're looking to get into it. It's, the, it's a great first opportunity for young musicians who've begun to play to get to play in an ensemble setting. You know, sometimes with these young musicians, you know, it just helps to play with your friends <laughs> to keep you excited to keep on playing. You know, it's kind of hard when mom and dad say, you know, come on and just keep practicing in the room by yourself. But something special happens when you start to play with other people because you see the joy of that creative process together. And I think the spark of that is kind of what propels musicians to carry on and you know where they have years and years of experience by the time people see them on the main stage in a Juno Symphony concert for example or you know going into their adulthood and I've seen really great pictures that basically show an image of a, a symphony orchestra and the other picture is young musicians playing you know and it basically says you don't get to the full orchestra unless you've done this mm-hmm. you know it's it's a it's a very long process um a stepping stone very much stepping stone mm-hmm. and i've been curious because i had done a little bit of youth acting here in town and it's getting over that stage fright yes you know and i i, I was taught just imagine the audience as a as a brick wall oh, you, you, that you're not you're not seeing the audience you can't see them just perform and do what you do is there a is there that kind of teaching over at the symphony just play your instrument um you know what i i personally wouldn't encourage my students to do that because i i really want them to connect with the audience because in a live performance something really special happens with the audience presence it's so different and we really felt that during the pandemic you know in a virtual concert you're just playing and there's not an audience there and the beauty of a, a live performance is that exchange amongst the audience and the performers so I would just imagine that you've got a big cheerleading team out there in the audience and they're your cheerleaders rather than a brick wall myself. Um, I think we want to to really let the young musicians know that music is about making connections. And uh, yeah. Well, speaking of connections, it mm-hmm. sounds like you've got plenty of them <laughs> with your event coming up in June, Night at the Oscars. Yes. Tell me about that. Yeah, well, we are so excited about our uh concert coming up June 11th and 12th down at the high school full orchestra full uh, pops concert filled with movie music um, and an incredible orchestra Um, there's you know this is the concert that if people don't normally always you know come to the symphony because they might not be familiar with the music now's their chance to come and hear a full orchestra doing moves music from movie soundtracks that everybody's going to know so there'll be familiar music and you know there's short compositions so if you're not used to sitting through a 35 45 minute symphony you can definitely it's very approachable and it's good for the whole family and so this concert is a night at the oscars and we're encouraging folks to get dressed up if you want to pull out the black and white and and or you know get dressed up and uh, dust them off after the pandemic yeah dust them off after the pandemic see if they still fit right (laughs) (laughs) and um come on down for a, a you know a glamorous evening out kind of an affair you know we're trying to play it up you know like create the oscar vibe with a red carpet red velvet 
roping and gold stanchions, the stamp pad um, backdrop for photos take, you know, picture taking. And uh, we hope to have some guest actors joining us with Sharon Gateman in the lobby ahead of time and at intermission. Uh, just really feeling a, a sense of celebration and fun and the joy of music. And um, I think families and, and everyone in town will really be glad they attended this concert. It's one people are not going to want to miss. So the movie nuts must be at the end edge of their seat listening yes. to this. Well, what, what what movies are we talking? Well, here? gosh, you know, there's there's so many. There's 15 different movies, so I'm bound to miss something. But there's Star Trek, Star Wars, um, La La Land, Titanic, Godfather, Magnificent Seven, um, Aladdin, How to Train Your Dragon. Um, you know, the list goes on and on. It's it's really great. Forrest Gump. There's some amazing movie music. So these are the Oscar award-winning movies and so um, there's a full lineup on our website if people wanted to see that but um, I'm sure there will be music people will want to hear and these will be played by the folks from those who did some of those music right some of the folks who are joining us we're very thankful to have several visiting musicians with us and some of those musicians actually played on the original movie soundtrack so it's very um, top you know High quality, top call, first call musicians from the studios in Los Angeles will be joining us. So you will be uh, experiencing some really high quality music here. So Hollywood coming to Juno in a way. In a way. <laughs> uh, what's it take to get such an ensemble together? Well, you know, it's it's been an interesting journey um, coming out of our intense COVID times and now into this transitioning time. We found many of our resident Juno musicians are, you know, we're thankful that at long last they can go and take trips and go to weddings and do vacations and have delayed travel. Uh, we're finding ourselves in a situation where we need more visiting musicians than we normally would because in a normal concert cycle, 75 to 80% of the musicians live here in Juno. And um, so we have been booking a lot of travel and finding housing. Uh, you know, our volunteer group uh, really come and, and provide tremendous help to us for housing, transportation, and really getting these people moved around. We'll have a, a large contingent of uh, visiting musicians, and we'll be proud to show them Alaska's capital city. And, uh, you know, the feedback we get is people love getting to come here to Juneau and see our beautiful community. So it's, it's an exciting exchange among amongst um, people that live here who help to house these people and for the people that are used to living in a concrete jungle, you know, to see the beautiful green of our uh, the spectacular place where we live. It just really helps you appreciate where we are when you when you experience a first timers uh, experience it through their eyes, you know, having there's more trees than buildings, more trees than buildings. Yes. <laughs> and lots of water. Absolutely. Well, we'll have more with the Juno Symphony after the break. Stay tuned. And we're back with Juno Symphony Executive Director Charlotte Truitt. We were talking a little bit up there about uh, the difficulty of trying to wade through the pandemic mm -hmm. while you're in an industry about gathering people. 
Right. You want to share a little bit about what we talked about? Oh, sure. Yeah, I was just sharing with you in the break that it's been a you know a challenging time at various stages of the pandemic, and now we're in this in-between time of still trying to be safe and manage risks and care for people and bring music to the community in a live setting, and and it's represented a challenge to many, you know, everyone in the arts communities. We we have a a time-sensitive product. You know, once that weekend has come and gone, it's it's gone and uh, it's not as if you can um, you know we need every single person is critical to the production so we have to still maintain pretty high level of uh, risk management and safety um, mitigation in place so um, all of our musicians have shown proof of vaccination and boosting you know up-to-date vaccination and um Everyone who can wear a mask is wearing a mask. Of course, wind instruments cannot wear masks and play effectively at the, you know. Um, but uh, we are asking our audience in this coming concert to go ahead and, and wear the mask as it's recommended for large indoor gatherings now by the CDC. We are going to encourage that uh, to, to minimize risks. But that's the only thing we're doing right now. We're not going to do um, social distancing or limited seating. Uh, we're going to provide it for everyone. And, and you you don't have to show proof of vaccination, but we are going to maintain the um, mask request for this concert. Uh, and these are the concerts we had spoke about in the first part. So right, like, right. These concerts, it. right. The, gotcha. For the night at the Oscars and the uh, youth concert this weekend. Okay. And I had noticed that your next season you'll be celebrating 60 years yes must be quite a milestone oh it is fantastic you know there was a wonderful surge in the arts about 60 years ago and many uh, pioneering folks got lots of things going you know opera symphony theaters um, dance everything was really uh, really going strong and getting off the ground and and we are so fortunate to be at a point where we have a thriving orchestra uh, here at our 60th year and next year we're going to be doing a lot of celebrating we'll have um, we'll have five concerts on the calendar uh, our four main stage plus the holiday cheer concert coming up in December so that's one more than usual that's one more than usual I was telling you earlier we actually mm-hmm. grew our, our productions during the pandemic <laughs> but um, we uh, and then we'll be having some special events a fall gala and an end of the year celebration you know just having birthday parties all year long which we, we're with 60 we're ready to do that we'll be doing some stuff with Santa and kids at the holiday concert to for families to celebrate some evening affairs you know with the gala in October uh, and we are we're just so thrilled to be at this place and to be able to celebrate 60 years of bringing live orchestral music to the community and it'll be Cook's first full season huh yes um our new music director who was with us just a couple weeks ago with his first concert which was a tremendous success uh he'll be returning and uh, we'll have the full season next year with christopher cook as our music director and how's he doing what you say he's doing great i mean i think he's really got a heart for our community wanting to get very involved in lots of outreach and um we do we've really focused a lot on partnerships and collaboration and we will continue to do that and um i think he's really a wonderful fit for the community and uh, we'll be here um to to look at new things that we can do and continuing the the things that people love as well and so let's talk about the partnerships because you had mentioned Jammy 
earlier in the mm-hmm. program. And I know that's one of the partnerships the Symphony works with, but you work with a number of other agencies too. Yes, uh, organizations. Yes. Right. We work with the JAM program, which is the fantastic program for uh, young people in the schools. Um, that's a wonderful uh, program to encourage community, first and foremost, and then the love of the arts and music. And so uh, we work with the jam on our summer strings camp which is our the first week in august and another partner with that project is eagle crest which some people might think the symphony partnering with eagle crest how does that work but we have partnered with them in utilizing their facility and um so in the summertime we get you know 45 kids up there the first week of august experiencing the mountain in the off season and we've also done special events there in the winter you know on the weekend on an evening night and to get people up there on the mountain and uh, it's been a wonderful partnership with Eagle Crest. Uh, we also partner with Sea Alaska Heritage Institute. We've had performances in their clan house, which is a gift, and uh, to be able to be in their space and to be welcomed in there. Um, we also do, um, well, we have several sponsors, Hecla, Coral Alaska, uh, many others. I hesitate to name because I'll miss some folks, but uh, we've worked with the uh, State Library Archives and Museum by doing a virtual concert in the lobby there. Also, we've been out at Mindenhall Glacier Visitor Center, so we've partnered with the um, Mindenhall Glacier Visitor Center, also churches in town, Holy Trinity Church, St. Paul's Church. Uh, I think we're, we're really just trying to, to bring the music to the community, and that means uh, in various venues and various uh, types of concerts as well throughout the year, and our student outreach programs. You know, we're doing the camp and also the Prelude Orchestra, and uh, we uh, collaborate and work with the the music educators in town. We've started a music educators roundtable so that we can really get feedback from the the educators that are in the classrooms, that are in the private studios giving lessons to see where we can best help their efforts. And um, we're we're strong, well, very well connected with the the individuals who are providing instruction in town. So, And you had mentioned a camp. Now, mm-hmm. I understand such a camp is coming up soon, right? Right. The first week in August, we'll have our second annual Summer Strings Camp. And it's a really fun opportunity for um, young musicians to play their instruments and also to play outside, if you will. We were able to do the disc golf. They did berry picking, hiking, and really you know, incorporating um, a lot of community building within, you know, their peer groups and um, and doing it outside. They kind of, they get the feeling of, you know, riding the bus. We worked with first uh, students to do transportation and uh, we pick them, the kids up in the valley and in Lemon Creek and downtown and then bus them up to Eagle Crest and then they can spend the day there. And it's really like a, a summer camp experience, you know, without the overnight aspect. But um, that's been really successful. Uh, we were able to increase the number of students this year. Last year we had 35. This year we're going to open it up to 45, and we've had a wait list. So if um, if folks know of young people that would be interested in that camp, I'd encourage them to go to our website for uh, getting registered as soon as possible. And um, our website is junosymphony.org, and all of our events, activities, concerts, outreach programs are all there on the website. Well... Before we wrap up here, I had wanted to also just ask you, you've been with the symphony for three years. Mm-hmm. 
I understand that was a little bit before the pandemic too. Right. How, what's it been like being pretty much the pandemic director? <laughs> it's been interesting. I mean, it's kind of like, like everyone, you know, we've had to pivot a number of times on our plans and projects. And I told somebody lately, recently, I was like, if I pivot around again, I think I'm going to pass out. You know, <laughs> I'm spinning in circles. No, but um, we've tried to be very adaptable and um, trying to stay true to the mission of providing music for the community because we believe that the, the arts provide um, kind of a healing for the soul of people, that we have a, a higher purpose in the mission of what we do in bringing c- the creative arts to the community. And with that in mind, we've just tried to c- constantly seek out new ways and innovative ways to continue that. And um, I think we had two concerts, regular main stage concerts, uh, when I was with the symphony prior to the pandemic. And then uh, we had to cancel the third one. Uh, I think it was a week or two weeks before the April concert we had to cancel. And then that began the whole cascade of of, uh, making you know, being flexible. And uh, we'll continue to do that as we get back. We've been very grateful to have received CARES Act funding. And so we're in good shape to kind of move forward, to continue uh, bringing good things. And and we're very optimistic and hopeful for what this next season will bring. Is there anything you'd like to add, Charlotte? Uh, That's everything. I just hope people can come out and support young musicians this weekend, Sunday the 22nd at Chapel by the Lake, 3 o'clock in the afternoon just by donation and then join us for this night at the oscars i think people will be really happy they came that's june 11th and 12th with our former music director dr dr troy quinn so come visit us at junosymphony.org and we'll get you set up with some inspiring music well you heard it here thank you charlotte (laughs) thank you and that's the program thank you all for listening join us next time on action line for the latest from alaska's newsmakers